Well, welcome to another edition of Pierre's Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Pierre Mayo, and it is great to be with you guys again. Listen, today we will be talking about a better version of you. We'll be looking at Titus 3, 1 through 8. But before we jump off into that, I must inform you, you are listening to Pierre's Podcast, which is listener-supported radio by listeners just like you. Listen, we cannot do this without your support, without your help. So if you'd like to make a donation, I will encourage you to go to Pierre's Podcast. That's Pierre's Podcast, P-I-E-R-R-E, P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. And there you can find out more information about our 501c3 status and how you can become a contributing partner to help us continue to further the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on not only this radio station, but throughout the world. And now, our message for today. Titus 3, 1 through 8 says in the NLT, remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. Once we too were foolish and disobedient. We were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy and we hated each other. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us. Not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to insist on these teachings so that all who trust in God will devote themselves to doing good. These teachings are good and beneficial for everyone. The Cretan society was very similar to society of today. Many were religious in that they practiced some form of spirituality not one of complete allegiance to their gods of choice, but one that would reflect a better life for them personally. So when Paul writes this letter to Titus around AD 63 from Nicopolis, he's demanding Titus to go and put these newly formed churches back on track. See, they had an understanding of the salvation through Christ Jesus due in part because of Paul's missionary trips to that island. But their customs were very Greco-Roman. I mean, we're talking about 
Greco-Roman to the 10th degree. And plus, they were being influenced by bad seeds in the church. Listen to what Polybius, a historian from the time period, says about Cretes and their laws. Among the Cretans, the exact reverse of all these arrangements obtains. The laws allow them to possess as much land as they can get with no limitation whatever. Money is so highly valued among them that its possession is not only thought to be necessary, but in the highest degree, credible. And, in fact, greed and avarice are so native to the soil in Crete that they are the only people in the world among whom no stigma attaches to any sort of gain whatsoever. Polybius's point was that it was almost impossible to find personal conduct more treacherous or public policy more unjust than in Crete. They were vicious mercenaries and soldiers of fortune for money to the highest bidder. They were pirates full of greed, only filling their own coffers. And the young women were so sexual in nature that marriage wasn't even a thought in their minds or their lives, just sleeping around. This was a time period for even that of being dishonor among pagans. Finally, to put the icing on the cake, they had a prophet, a wise man, who says that all Cretes are liars, he himself being a Crete. Paul cites him in Titus 1, 10 through 12. Listen to what it says. For there are many rebellious people who engage in useless talk and deceive others. This is especially true of those who insist on circumcision for salvation. They must be silenced because they are turning whole families away from the truth by their false teaching, and they do it only for money. Even one of their own men, a prophet from Crete, has said about them, the people of Crete are all liars, cruel animals, and lazy gluttons. Did you catch that? <laughs> Did you catch that? Let me read that again, Titus 1 and 12. Even one of their own men, a prophet from Crete, has said about them, the people of Crete are all liars, cruel animals, and lazy gluttons. Listen, Paul, who is in prison, has sent his trusted missionary companion, Titus, to deal with the craziness going on in Crete where Jews were saying that the Gentiles couldn't really be saved until they accepted circumcision and the other Jewish laws as their own. They were doing it for money. So whole churches, house churches of course back then, were turning away from God because of false witnesses to Christ. So, this is the setup for our study over the next couple of Thursday evenings. And our first point we want to take away from this today is that we must be an example for the sake of Christ. As followers of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the world is watching us. They're watching our every move. They're trying to see, are we going to be like them or are we going to be separated? And when we say separated, we're referring to our conduct. What is your conduct like around your friends who are not saved or your loved ones 
who no longer follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Do you emulate them or do you emulate our Heavenly Father? Ephesians 5 and 1 says, Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Are you looking like our Lord and Savior? Or do you look like these descriptions we just read in the living word of God? Ask yourself daily, what are you doing to be that example for those around you? Paul wants Titus to remind the ones who are followers of Christ to be faithful in their walk to God by being faithful to those in government rule not just to the point that they put man's ruling over God's ruling, but to the point that it shows who they are as citizens in their society. Listen, this will have tremendous impact on those who are pro fill in the blank. When you say in love, you know, I don't agree with everything blank says, but if God appointed him or her then I will respect the office and the officer. Romans 13:1 says, everyone must submit to governing authorities for all authority comes from God and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. You see, the point is we don't have to agree with every single thing our elected officials place before us, but we do have to honor the authority that was given to them by our Lord and Savior. First Peter 2, 13 and 14 says it like this, for the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority, whether the king as head of state or the officials he has appointed. For the king has sent them to punish those who do wrong and to honor those who do right. At the end of the day, my friend, we are called to bring glory to our Heavenly Father. And so in doing so, we bring honor to Him. Listen, we are to remember as followers of Christ, no matter who is in office, we are to have the right, number one, attitude, and number two, take the right actions to make society a better place. This is important because we are not going to always see eye to eye with those in political office or even those in our offices, our bosses, our managers, or even those that have authority over us. But do you respect them? Think about that. Do you respect them? This is what we are called to do. We are called to bring respect to those because we then set an example for those around us to be able to see what it looks like to be a true follower of Christ. 
1 Peter 2.17 says, Respect everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and respect the king. Do you respect your employer, your boss? Do you respect them? Again, you don't have to agree with all of their views, but do you respect them? I love what Dr. Tony Evans says. He says it best. Before you are a Democrat or a Republican, you are a Christian. Do you respect the person who is in office at this current moment? Did you respect the person who was in office before? Do you respect your employer that you are currently working for now? And have you respected the ones you've worked for in the past? Listen, this is also very important. Because when we look at what the Bible is saying, it's making it very clear that even as the children of God that was under persecution from those that had authority over them, nonetheless, God still expected them to respect them. So much so that even Jesus makes the claim to the teachers trying to trap him to give to Caesar what is his. Listen, we are ambassadors in a world that we no longer belong to. Matthew 22, 15 through 21 says, Then the Pharisees met together to plot how to trap Jesus into saying something for which he could be arrested. They sent some of their disciples along with the supporters of Herod to meet with him. Teacher, they said, we know how honest you are. You teach the way of God truthfully. You are impartial and don't play favorites. Now, tell us what you think about this. Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus knew their evil motives. You hypocrites, he said. Why are you trying to trap me? Here, show me the coin used for the taxes. When they handed him a Roman coin, he asked, whose picture and titles are stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Well then, he said, Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. And we will conclude here today, my friend, and pick up next Thursday, same time, same station, and we will complete this message. Listen, for more information on Pierre's podcast, please visit our website at www.pierrespodcast.com. There, you can find out how to become a supporting partner as we are a 501c3 ministry. And you can help us further the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can also check out our Facebook page, Pierre's Podcast, as well as also on YouTube. We have Pastor Pierre Mail, and you can check us out there as well. And you have been listening to Pierre's Podcast. Bye-bye.